Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's up, powerful people? Matthew Bivens here, and welcome to the Having It All podcast. Today, we're jumping into another conversation about how you can be living, creating, and experiencing your own abundant, loving life. You know, early on in this podcast, I used to ask my guests when I was doing interviews more, I would always ask them, what does having it all mean to you? And it's a great question. It's a great question for you to take a minute to think about for yourself. What does having it all mean to you? And when I created the title of this podcast, I picked having it all very intentionally. If you know me, you know that I do things very intentionally. And I picked the title having it all because it's polarizing. Some people believe that, yes, you can have it all. And they go into explaining their reasons why they believe that. Other people will defend the fact that, no, you cannot have it all. So it was interesting to me when I would ask that question to those early guests and to hear their responses. Today's conversation is on another topic that is pretty darn polarizing. I'm talking about work-life balance. And what I want to do here today for you and for myself and for everyone is I want to just kill this idea of work-life balance. If you're playing the game of work-life balance, you are setting yourself up for failure. I'm going to give you a different context, a different game, a different way to look at balance that's going to ensure that you can play to win. So that's what I'm getting into today. I'm excited about it. To begin, let's kick things off with some magic. Remember that magic is our ability to influence self, others, and life in an empowering way. And you're doing that all the time. You're influencing yourself in a powerful way all the time. A super simple example is if you normally wake up at 7 a.m. and you decide to wake up at 6 a.m., well, boom, you just created some magic because you influence yourself to wake up before your alarm. That's magic, right? And so you're doing things all the time. You're doing these magical moments. You're creating them all the time, but you're not very aware of them, or at least your awareness of them can grow, can expand. And that's why we share magic at the top of every single episode. So I've got some magic to share stemming from 
my weekend because I was out of town this weekend. And it was great. Actually, there's, huh, I have I wrote down what magic was going to be. And uh, I wrote three points I'm going to get into, but I just remembered a fourth. So I was out of town and it was a solo trip. It was just me. Sarah and Maya did not come. And that right there is magic. For anybody in a long-term committed relationship or anybody who has kids, you know that taking time for yourself to go travel is absolutely magical. So that's my first piece of magic. Now, the rest of the magic has to do with the trip itself. I went to Washington, D.C., and it was the very first time that I'd ever been to Washington, D.C. It was awesome. I totally loved it. And I originally wasn't going to go on this trip. The trip was to celebrate uh, my sister's engagement. She got engaged a few months ago to an awesome guy, and they were going to friends of hers were throwing this engagement party, and I initially wasn't going to go. I told myself it was cost reasons. I told myself it was timing. You know, Thanksgiving is just a couple days away. Um, so I decided I wasn't going to go. But I influenced myself to shift how I was thinking, to show up powerfully, to recognize that I had an opportunity to make a major deposit into my sister's love tank and to really reestablish and help build the trust because my sister and I have been, uh, our tanks for one another have been very depleted over the years. So this was a huge opportunity for me. So the second piece of magic was influencing myself to go on this trip when I originally wasn't. And, you know, it was amazing. I got to spend time in my sister's home, which I haven't done before. I haven't visited her where she lives. So I got to spend time in her element, in her energy, I got to see her and her fiance, which was which was really cool. And so the third piece of magic that's wrapped up in this whole experience was um, I went into the spare bedroom that I was using, and my sister and her fiance uh, went outside of the condo to go to the car to unpack some things. And I could see them through the window, and I just saw my sister. You know, she didn't know I was I was I could see them. I just saw her put her arm around her fiance and rest her head on his shoulder. And it was such a beautiful, pure, simple moment of love, simple display of love. And I felt so incredibly happy for her and so incredibly happy for him. And, you know, it it was cool that they didn't know that I, I could see. And it wasn't like I was you know, creepily looking at them. I just happened to glance out the window and and see them walking to the car. And it was just this beautiful moment of love that uh, I'm going to I'm gonna remember. It was really awesome. And I'm so, so happy for my sister and her fiance. And, you know, that, that whole trip was magic. And so right there in that example, there's, there's self-magic and there's others' magic that's just wrapped up in there. And it's a beautiful thing. And that's just three of the dozens of pieces of magic from that trip alone. So that's what I want to share with you. And I encourage you to pause the podcast now so that you can take a moment to think of a recent magical moment for yourself. And I want you to think of when you influence self, others in life in a powerful way so that you can recognize, man, I am a powerful mother sucker. (laughs) I want you to know how powerful you are. Because once you can connect with that idea that you are creating magic all the time, every single day, well, guess what? It's easier for you to recognize that you already have an abundant, loving life. You just are missing it. So take a moment, pause the podcast, and when you resume, we're going to jump into some 
listener love. So I have so much gratitude and appreciation for every single one of you listening to the show, whether this is your first time tuning in or your hundredth. I love it, and it's amazing, and the show wouldn't be anything without you all listening. And so when you reach out to me and show me love, I want to return the gesture and show love to you. Unfortunately, there's so many of you that reach out to me, I can't shout out everybody. So I try to to shout out one person in each episode. And today, it's going to Anthony from Instagram. So Anthony, you recently hit me up on Instagram, sent me a super cool message, and you recommended a book, which I thought was awesome. You asked me if I had read a book called Creative Visualization by Shakti Gawain. I hope I'm saying her last name right. Shakti, S-H-A-K-T-I, Gawain, G-A-W-A-I-N. And I love it because you were obviously listening to the episode I did on visualization. And I asked people to send me resources to help me build and expand my personal practice of utilizing visualization in my life. So Anthony, man, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. That's so awesome that not only that you would reach out, not only that you would listen to the show in the first place, but that you connected to share a resource with me. I love it. And so for anybody else out there who has listened to the visualization episode, uh, which is, I published it maybe two or three episodes before this one, then Anthony is sharing a resource for all of us. And again, the book is called Creative Visualization. It has a, a cool subtitle. Use the power of your imagination to create what you want in your life. And the author, once again, is Shakti Gawain. S-H-A-K-T-I-G-A-W-A-I-N. So, Anthony, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. If anybody else wants to connect with me, you can do so on Instagram, Matthew underscore Bivens. You can also hit me up in my email, mattcbivens at gmail.com. Yes. All right. Uh, Do I have anything I want to share? Yeah. You know, before we jump into the episode, I am going to be doing another trust challenge in January. So this will be the third iteration of the Trust Challenge. And the overall premise stays the same, or the overall uh, purpose stays the same. It's all about you building trust with yourself, that you know you can show up for yourself no matter what. No matter what emotions you're feeling, no matter what circumstances are tossed your way, when you participate in the Trust Challenge, you're saying, I'm going to commit to this time period to show up for myself. So that's remaining the same. But the activities we're going to be doing are going to switch up. And I have some cool, cool things coming. So that's going to be in January. I'm just teasing it right now. I know it's over a month away. And this is going to be a perfect opportunity for everybody to get a powerful start on the new year. What, what, what better way to start on the new year than making deposits into your trust account so that you know you can count on yourself? Because when that trust account is high, when you know that you can count on, on yourself no matter what, then there's nothing that can stop you from creating what you want to create in your life. And when you do that in January, kick off the year that way, you're just setting yourself up for some beautiful, magical things for the rest of the year. So stay tuned. I'll be announcing more details on that in the coming weeks, and I'll give you guys the the page to sign up and do all that cool stuff. Um, And it's free, by the way. If you didn't participate in the first one or the second one, you know, these are free. And I like to get in there and participate with you. So it's also another way to engage with me on a deeper level. All right. Now let's get into this episode because I want to talk about balance. I want to talk about work-life balance so much because, man, I think that 
I think that so many of us are set up to lose because we're thinking in terms of work-life balance. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty interesting. So I want to do something. I just got inspired. I want to look up work-life balance in Google and see all the different types of results that come up. And that gives you an idea of how polarizing this topic can be. So hold on, I'm going to search my phone. Work-life balance. Life okay. Is the term used to the so, blah, 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 blah. Thank you, Wikipedia. Thank you, phone. All right. So, work-life balance. When I look to see what Google results there are, the very first result I get is a YouTube video, and it's titled, The Fallacy of the Work-Life Balance. All right, cool. So, this guy, Michael Walters, doesn't believe that work-life balance uh, is accurate. He's, he doesn't dig it. The second video is called From the School of Life, and it's just simply called Work-Life Balance. Then there's one, a guy named Nigel Marsh says, how to make work-life balance work. So he's for it, it looks like. Another guy, Kasim Ali Shah says, importance of work-life balance. So he's all about it too. Mel Robbins says, the only way to have work-life balance. So what this is demonstrating, folks, is that that whole idea of work-life balance, a lot of people are saying it's possible. A lot of people are saying it's not possible. So I think the, the real question to ask isn't, is work-life balance possible? It's, is there something out there that's more effective? Are there other things that you need to be balancing that are more effective than trying to balance the two things of work and life? And here's why I think that's a completely ineffective paradigm. First of all, work-life balance carries at least some sort of implication your life is split between work and life, and that's it. And that right there, you can just throw that out because we all know that's not the case, right? I am not work Matthew and life Matthew. I'm Matthew. I integrate all of those things within myself. So right then and there, if I'm thinking in terms of work and life, then if I'm doing any work and I'm supposed to be doing life, I'm probably going to feel guilty. If I'm doing any life I'm supposed to be doing work, I'm probably going to feel guilty as well. And I simply am not creating space for me to be, just to be fully myself. So I totally don't dig work-life balance, just simply on that first two words, work-life. The second part, the second thing, or the next thing, is the word balance. Balance means to have an even distribution, right? Like when you're standing on your two feet, your weight is balanced pretty evenly between your two feet, your two legs, right? It's, it's balanced. And if we're talking about trying to balance our work selves and life, and if you really just think about that, like what does it actually mean? Okay, well, if I work for eight hours, does that mean then I need to apply that same amount of time or even a, a, a similar amount of time into the other aspects of my life? Because life, for me at least, I have a lot of roles that are life roles, you know? I've got parent, I've got husband, I've got community member, I've got friend, and then, oh yeah, I've got me, self. I can't possibly give eight hours to every single one of those things. So that right there, and if I was trying to like split it up and work gets eight hours, because that's what a lot of us do, we work nine to five, we work eight hour jobs, and then the rest of that only gets two hours a piece or 1.5 hours a piece or an hour a piece, 
well, yeah, it technically does add up to be the same, but I still don't feel balanced. I feel like it's very lopsided because work is getting a lot of my time, energy, and resources. And boy, that's one thing if you love what you do, if you get so much fulfillment out of what you do. But if you don't, then holy crap, you're going to feel totally out of whack by having this idea of the work-life balance. And just overall, like when you play that game of trying to fit things into a paradigm of work and life, you're just going to, to lose. It's not set up for you to feel like you have ever achieved that balance. Because as soon as you feel like you've got work-life balance, okay, I got it, great. Guess what? Life happens. You get hit with something. Your, your car gets totaled. Now you're down one car. Oh, crap. How am I going to figure this out? I need to make more money. I also got to figure out how I'm going to get my ride. Okay, so that means I got to take the bus for the next three months while I'm working a little bit more. So dang, I just added four hours onto my day. So there goes my life. There goes all the balance. Or maybe you're at work and you know what? I just got offered a promotion. Oh my gosh, I love it. I can't believe it. You know, it's going to be more responsibility. And, you know, that paycheck's going to be amazing, but I'm going to have to put a couple more hours in at work, I bet. And I'm going to have to take some things home with me on the weekend. So, boy, I was just feeling like I had this great amount of work-life balance. And then, bam, I get hit with this opportunity. I can't pass it up. I got to take it. So, all right, I guess I'm out of balance now. Or like a lot of folks that I know right now, it's, okay, we got kid number one and we're just, we're, we're, we figured this thing out. We're about two years into it and we figured this thing out. You know, mom is working, dad's working. We got, we got the baby at the daycare or the nanny or one of us is staying home. We finally got this balance and then, wait, we're pregnant again? Oh my gosh. All right. This, you know, this whole idea of balancing out our work and our lives is just gone because life hits us. And that's what happens when you are trying to play the work-life balance game. Something is always going to come along and and drop on your plate. Life is going to be like, all right, here's something else for you to think about. What you going to do now? So that's why I don't play that game at all. Not at all. What I do play and what I want to share with you and recommend with you is this paradigm of PPC balance. You've heard me talk about it before. If you've listened to this podcast for any period of time, maybe a year or so, you've definitely heard me talk about PPC balance. That is the balance that I want you to replace work-life balance with. Take work-life balance, drop kick it, punt it over the fence, and get rid of that crap. Insert PPC balance. So what the heck is PPC balance? Well, the idea comes from somebody else you know you've heard me talk about, Stephen Covey, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Ladies and gentlemen, I've read that book front and back multiple, multiple times, and I will continue to apply those lessons and those paradigms into my life because the damn book works. It's effective. And PPC balance is another idea that comes from that book. I'm actually, I'm heating up right now, so I got to take my jacket off. Hold on one second. Okay. So PPC balance, what this is, it is the balance between performance and performance capacity. P stands for performance. PC stands for performance capacity. So your performance, those are the things that you're doing in life. Those are the things that you're creating in life. It's your job. 
It's the money you're making. It's the, the, the school that work that you're doing. It's the degree you're studying for. It's the kids you're taking care of. It's all of the outputs, you know? It's the, it's the direction of the energy that you're expending in life. Where is it going into? What are you pouring yourself into? That's P. That's performance. Performance capacity is self-care. It's self-love. It's healthy habits. Performance capacity is your ability to do all the things that you're doing. And this is what happens with so many of us. This is the reason why we feel out of balance. It's because our P, our performance, is way higher than our PC, our performance capacity. And that, my friends, is why at the end of the day, you feel wiped, is why you can't wait for the weekend. It's why when Sunday rolls around, you are dreading going to work on Monday. It's why a lot of people turn to alcohol or drugs or stimulants. It's why a lot of folks drink multiple cups of coffee throughout the day. It's why we turn to those energy shots and we just down those things like water. Because our performance, the amount of life that we've taken on, is far exceeding our performance capacity, the amount of life we're prepared for. So in Seven Habits, Covey uh, tells the, the, the fable, Aesop's fable, of the golden goose and the golden eggs. I guess it's just the goose and the golden eggs, yeah. So the way the story goes is there's a very poor farmer. And one day, he wakes up, he goes outside, and he sees his, his, uh, I don't know what you call it, a nest, a goose nest. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. But he goes over, he sees his goose has laid an egg, and oh my gosh, it's made of pure gold. Holy crap. So he takes that golden egg, and he goes, and he sells it, and he gets money. And boy, he's happy. And the next day, he goes out again, and what? The goose has laid another golden egg. Oh my gosh. And so the goose continues to lay golden egg day after day, each day laying one egg. And over time, that poor farmer gets very, very rich. And he starts to enjoy having all of that money. And he loves that he has this goose that keeps cranking out these golden eggs for him. And then he becomes greedy. He becomes greedy and he says, you know what? I don't really need to wait each day for one egg. I can just kill this goose, cut it open and get all the eggs right now. So he does. Kills the goose. But guess what? There's no eggs inside. And now he has killed the thing that has been producing his golden eggs. That's what we do in life, ladies and gentlemen. That is what we do. You are the goose. You are the goose. And you are producing these golden eggs. And when you are vastly out of your PPC balance, what you're doing is slowly killing that goose. And over time, you won't be able to produce those eggs. So the eggs, the golden eggs, that's the P. It's your performance. The goose is your PC, performance capacity. So think to yourself, how well are you maintaining and caring for your goose? How well are you maintaining and caring for yourself? Because right now, if life feels heavy, if you feel like you have too many things on your plate, it's because your P is so big and your PC can't catch up. 
you aren't taking care of the goose. You aren't taking care of yourself. That is the type of balance I want you to begin focusing on. Don't focus on the work-life stuff. There is no achieving balance in that. But you can absolutely achieve balance between P and PC. What that looks like and what that feels like is you being able to handle the life that you've created. Because guess what? You've created it. You're just not able to handle your creation right now. You're like Dr. Frankenstein. You made this monster and now you can't control it. The monster is your life that's running all over the place, stressing you the hell out, coming home feeling anxious, feeling burnt out. You don't have any time to give to other people. You got no time for your spouse. You got very little time for your kids. You got no patience. There's no self-care going on or very little, or you know that it's being neglected and you, you convince yourself all these reasons, tell yourself all these things. Meanwhile, your P is staying where it's at or it's going up and your PC just keeps going down, going down, going down. I was having a conversation with a client today and it was another one of those, man, you cannot make this stuff up moments. I was preparing for this podcast before our call. I was writing out my notes, kind of getting things ready, getting my mind straight. And then I jumped on my call and what do you know? We get into talking about PPC balance. Excuse me. We get to talking about work-life balance because it was something that she had filled out in one of our early assessment documents, work-life balance. And I'm like, wow, you can't make this up. That is exactly what I was going to talk about on the podcast today. And so in the course of our conversation, I, I had an analogy. I shared an analogy with her that I'm going to share with you. So right now, a lot of you are, let's just think in terms of tank, right? Because tanks, that's what I talk about a lot, making deposits into your tank, your love tank, your, you know, your trust tank, all that stuff. So let's just look at your life as a big old tank, a 10-gallon tank. You've got a 10-gallon tank, which is your life. It's your performance capacity. So right now, you guys have 10-gallon life tanks, but you're living 12-gallon lives. Let that sink in. Your tank is a 10-gallon tank, but you're living a 12-gallon life or a 13-gallon life or a 20-gallon life. The bigger the gap, the more burnt out and out of balance you feel. It's not personable. Did I say personable? It's not personal. It's principle. When you are out of PPC balance, it's not sustainable. You will not be able to keep that going for long. When you don't take care of the goose, the goose dies and you got no more eggs. So ask yourself, if you got a 10-gallon tank right now, where's your life at? What kind of life are you living? If you're living a 12-gallon life and that's what you've been doing for a while, you're feeling stressed and burnt out and out of balance. I can almost guarantee it. And there's a couple things you can do couple things you can do. If you're living a 12-gallon life and you got a 10-gallon tank, well, you can reduce what's on your plate. You can let go of a few of the responsibilities that you have, a few of the things that you've worn on and bring your life down to match your capacity. Bring your P down to match your PC. That's one way to do it. I've done that two times over the past, I'd say, six years, seven years. I have felt totally out of balance and I had to have a, a, a reckoning moment where I really had to look at everything I had on my plate and just take stuff off. And it sucked. It sucks to have to do that. 
it feels great afterwards, but you know, one of the things that I, I was doing at the time, I was on the board of directors for a nonprofit here in Atlanta. And I love the idea of taking my skills in business and, and social media and different things and helping this nonprofit to spread its message and grow its program. I love that idea. But I took that on. I did not have the capacity. I didn't. So after doing it for a couple months and really not enjoying the, the experience because I was very out of balance, I had to just have that reckoning moment where I'm like, I got to let some stuff go. And that was one of the things I let go. And it sucked going in there and letting those people know that I needed to back out. I felt like a failure. So you can reduce your life and, you know, sometimes it's not fun. Sometimes it sucks. But other times it's very freeing, right? Like there are moments when you let go of certain things, obligations that you know you probably shouldn't have taken on, people that you know you probably shouldn't have said yes to. And, you know, you stand firm and you let those things go. And guess what? You feel very free. And that's amazing. So you can bring your P down to meet your PC or you can grow your PC. You can grow your performance capacity. You can grow that goose so that it starts to lay two golden eggs a day. Mmm. That's possible as well. But the whole idea is you want to figure out where you're out of balance when it comes to your P and PC. And it is possible to have a whole lot of PC and very little P. There are people out there who spend most of their time depositing into themselves. They, they work out and exercise all the time. They're you know, highly focused on their food and, and, and their intake and you know, their information. Maybe they, they're voracious readers and they read, 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 and they, they bring all this stuff in and they're depositing, 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 but then they don't do anything with that. They don't know how to use that energy. They aren't mature with, with what they've built up in their PC, so their P is very low. You can be out of balance in both directions. But it's more common, at least what I've seen more and what I've experienced more, is to have very high performance and not as high performance capacity. So the next time you're feeling just out of whack, out of balance, remind yourself that, you know what? If I keep playing this work-life balance game, ultimately, I'm not going to win because I'm going to fall out of work-life balance and it's not going to feel great. But if you're playing the PPC balance game, you can be bringing that PC up, bringing that P down, getting those levels more even. And when you do that, you win. When you get those levels right where they need to be, you win. And once you get them there, now things start really to, to get exciting. Because once you're able to handle the life you've created, well, now you're at a spot where, huh, if I want to take on more life, then what do I need to do to increase my PC? Taking on more life looks like adding new children into your family. It looks like taking on more responsibilities at work, maybe taking on a second job. It looks like accepting the invitation to sit on the board of that organization or to be a leader within your community or maybe you want to coach uh, some youth sports, right? It looks like adding new projects into your life. For me, one of the things that I, I did over the past few years was I added a bunch of podcasts to my plate. I started out producing one show, that grew to two, that grew to three. And now currently I produce four different podcasts. Every time I did that, I stepped up 
my responsibility, my P started to grow. And guess what? If my PC didn't grow as well, then at some point, I would not be able to continue. It would get too much. I would be overwhelmed with the workload and I would have to let it go. But I'm aware of my own personal PPC balance. And I'm aware that, you know, I'm very, I don't simply jump into things like taking on new responsibility because I understand something has to give, right? You've got to, you don't just take on the responsibility and not have to experience the consequence. Because when you pick up a stick, you pick up both ends. What I mean by that is, let's say you grab, a, you see a stick laying on the ground and, ooh, the front end is attractive. It's that new job promotion. <gasps> awesome. Ooh, I want to get that attractive, nice new, end, new, new stick. I want to grab that right there. But guess what? The other end of that stick, more hours, more responsibility, higher workload. When you pick up a stick, you pick up both ends. So I know that for myself. And I know that if I'm contemplating taking on something new within my life, I also have to realize that there's a consequence to that action. There's a consequence to that choice. Am I ready to handle? Can I handle that consequence? Do I want to experience that? If the answer is yes, then what I do second, right after that, I look to, okay, what PC activities do I need to increase? Do I need to add another day of meditation? Okay, cool. Normally I meditate three days a week. I'll do four. Do I need to, to add uh, another hour of you know self-date? where I'm just taking time for myself, taking myself on a date, doing something to replenish my tank, great, I'll do that. I always, always make sure that if my P is going up, my PC is going up as well. And so when you get to that, that place where, you've, where those two things are in more of a balance, then you can really think, okay, what do I want to take on? Okay, great, I want to add some new great things in my life, cool. I'm at a space where I can take some stuff on. It sucks to know you're already stressed out and then to be presented with an amazing opportunity. It sucks. Because you know if you take it, it's going to really put the strain on your health, on your well-being, maybe on your relationship, maybe with your spouse or maybe with your kids. It sucks to be in that position where life presents you with some awesome things, but you don't feel equipped to take them on. And so you either say no, and you feel like you've missed out on something amazing, or you say yes, and now you're struggling to handle what you've taken on. You begin to resent it. That's not a fun position to be in. And if you're only thinking about work-life balance, then that's an easy position to fall in. It's so easy to fall in that. So I invite you all to wear on this idea of PPC balance for a little while. Try it out for a month. Try it out for a month. What does it feel like for me to have my performance meet my performance capacity? For a lot of you, it's going to mean adding healthy habits into your life or adjusting current habits to make them healthier. It's going to look like incorporating things into your daily routine that are going to be adding to your health, adding to your energy. That's an, easy, that's an easy way to look at a habit, how, how to know if it's going to be contributing to your performance capacity by asking yourself, is what I'm about to do, is what I'm about to eat, is what I'm about to drink, is what I'm about to listen to, is what I'm about to read going to increase my energy 
Is it going to add to my health or is it going to subtract? And if your answer is it's going to subtract, well, guess what? That is not going to help you achieve that PPC balance. If it's going to add to it, great, do it. And consider doing it every day, depending on what it is, of course. But you want to make sure that you have enough healthy habits that you're making, that you're making those deposits into your body, into yourself consistently, that your performance capacity is steadily going up throughout the day, steadily going up throughout the week. Because you don't have to end the week feeling burnt out. You don't have to. Right now, you're starting out with a tank that's at 10, and each day during the week, it goes down a little bit and down a little bit and down a little bit, and you aren't replenishing it. You aren't doing things that are replacing what you're giving out. So by the end of the week, you're at a three. You're a, it's like, it's Friday. You're at a three out of 10 in your tank. And you're like, let me just get through this day. I got to get through this day. I cannot wait until the end of the day. And then the end of the day, Friday comes and you're just like, oh my God, thank you. And all you want to do is veg out. Or all you want to do is go to happy hour and drink and drink and drink. Because your tank is so low. And those are the only activities that you believe are going to refill your tank. But then the new week comes around and you're not starting at 10. You're probably starting out more like an 8 or a 7. And you begin that cycle all over again. That steady step. You know, you're just taking steps down the staircase all throughout the day. But when you're thinking in terms of PPC balance, and if that's your context when you start each day, then you're thinking to yourself, okay, what do I need to do to increase my performance capacity today? What do I need to do to take care of the goose today? What do I got to do to take care of myself? And then maybe instead of waking up 15 minutes before your alarm and jetting out the door, you wake up 45 minutes before your alarm. You take that 30 minutes to love on yourself. Take the 30 minutes to just relax. Maybe you do a little five-minute meditation. Maybe you do a little bit of stretching while you're watching SportsCenter. That's what I do. Maybe you just drink a glass of water take a few deep breaths, eat a proper breakfast. And you start off your day by making that deposit and building and expanding your performance capacity. That's how you build that. That's how you keep it up. You constantly are making deposits into your performance capacity. I say it because that's my experience. That's what I have done. That's what I do. (laughs) That's what I do. I'm a balance lifestyle coach, people. The balance portion of that is not work-life balance. It isn't. It's what we're talking about right now. Making sure that my PC is higher than my P because believe it, I got such big visions for where I'm going in my life. And I am on that rocket ship and it is moving. It is moving fast. It picks up speed all the time. And there are things coming down the pipeline that I know are going to be bigger P's. And I know I got I to gotta build my PC. And this right here is a topic for a different podcast. But I'll share it right now because Sarah and I recently had a breakdown around having baby number two. Because initially in our, in our planning, we were thinking baby number two will have around the two-year mark, right about now. That's what we thought. That's what I experienced in my family. My sister and I are about 16 months apart. That's what Sarah experienced in her family. Her sisters are about a year and a half apart, two years apart. And that's what a lot of people do. You have baby number two, about two years after baby number one. So that's what we thought. But guess what? We stopped, took a moment, 
and really looked and reflected, is our PC high enough to handle that increase in P? The answer was no. As hard as it was for us to say that, as hard as it was for Sarah to hear that, I told her we just aren't ready for a baby number two. We aren't. Our performance capacity is not high enough to take on that new level of responsibility because as soon as we were to get pregnant, well, guess what? Now that P has shot up enormously and there's a big old gap. And I'm not interested in trying to cover a gap while planning for a baby. No way. What I would rather do is build our PC to exceed our P and then take on something new in life and have those two things meet and be balanced once more. So this isn't simply stuff I talk about, people. This is stuff that I do and I implement on myself. And I see where the breakdowns are. And I experience my own breakthroughs in this area. I've talked so much about the Balance Chart app. And this is not an episode for me to promote that thing. But that's what I use to get my PC up high and keep it up high. And so if there's two takeaways that you have from this episode, it's this. First of all, the whole idea of work-life balance is set up for you to fail. So why not adopt a different paradigm that's set up for you to win? Adopt the PPC balance paradigm. Because when you're playing PPC balance games and you're making those deposits and you're bringing that level up, you are going to win, period. The second is the way that you enhance your performance capacity is you make constant deposits into yourself. You make physical deposits, emotional deposits, spiritual deposits, mental deposits, sexual deposits, social deposits. You make sure that you're prioritizing those deposits day in and day out. Each day you have in mind how you're going to make those deposits in your tank. Each day, you begin and end your day by making sure you are adding to self, not taking away. You become proactive in doing this, and I guarantee your PC starts to expand and starts to close the gap with your P. If you take anything away, it's those two things. And when you take those away and you adopt them and you internalize them, I guarantee things shift in your life. And one of the easiest way to know whether or not you're, you are in or out of PPC balance is listen to your body. Your body is telling you. If you're feeling low energy, if you're feeling aches, if you're feeling pains, it's probably because you're out of balance. It's probably because you're giving and giving and giving and you aren't replenishing. You're living a 12, 13, 14, 15-gallon life and right now you have a 3-gallon tank. When that happens, your body doesn't like it. It's what happens when you don't take care of the goose. It gets sick. It breaks down. So build some awareness within yourself to be able to listen when your body is asking you for those deposits and answer that call by depositing in the ways that I mentioned before. And your, your, your performance capacity is going to expand. You're going to feel like you can really take on the life that you've created because you've created it. You've created it. So I want for you to be able to have a joyous experience of the life you've created. This is having it all, people. This is abundant, loving life. If you aren't loving your experience of life, we'll do something to shift that. 
It's your experience of life. You've created it. You've created the life that you're currently living. If you're not loving it, recognize, figure out what it is that you're not loving and make a change. It's all within your power. 1,000% within your power because it was in your power to create it in the first place. So share with me your thoughts. What is coming up for you right now when I'm talking about PPC balance? when I'm telling you to get rid of the work-life balance stuff? What comes up for you? Maybe you're one of the people who have read those blog articles or watched those YouTube videos that pulled up when I did the Google search. Maybe you've written them or recorded those videos yourself and you were curious about this episode. What is this dude going to say about work-life balance? I got to figure it out. I want to hear from you. Share with me your thoughts. Share with me your feedback. And if you're wanting to figure out ways to, to implement these things and to do these things, reach out, ask me questions. I'm happy to answer. I'm happy to give some feedback. I love it. I love this stuff. It's real. Beautiful. Matthew underscore Bivens on Instagram and mattcbivens at gmail.com. That's how you can get in touch. That's how you connect. And I'm about to go make some deposits into my tank. I started out my morning this morning, 530 get my workout in, get my reading in. I'm reading right now. Where is it? Uh, Richard Branson's biography. It's pretty interesting. He's an interesting dude. I was reading that this morning. Then I was getting my workout in. Then I was working on my big rocks. And now it's the end of the day. And I, I want to cap off my day with some PC activities as well. So I'm going to have some stretching time. I'm going to have some music time. I'm going to wind myself down. Because it's so important for me to make sure that I'm going into tomorrow filled up. I do not want to be going in tomorrow with a deficit. So if you're listening to this and it's the end of the day, think about, hey, what other deposits can I make? This episode is certainly a deposit. What else can you do? What's one small thing you can do right now to be boosting your performance capacity? Start thinking in those terms and you're going to win. You're going to win. All right. As you know, when I start rambling, that means I got to stop. So I got to stop. My name is Matthew Bivens. I love you. I appreciate you. I'm excited for you. And here's to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.